welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney Cast Members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be chatting with three of our previous guests, two of which have worked in the wonderful world of water, and one who is my old roommate and just loves water parks anyway. So that's why he's here. But I'd like to introduce Lewis Matheson, Emily Dunn, and Cameron Brown, everyone. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. I was just so enthusiastic, and you guys are like, hi. <laughs> do, you, do you know what time we're recording this at? That's this true. Is like bedtime for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. Um, it's fine. It's fine. We have drink in hand. That's the main thing. Um, but um, yeah, I, uh, I asked you, Sophie is absent on this episode, I will just say, and we love you, Sophie. Um, but yeah, this episode, it was important to not only get people who love water parks. Um, but also people that are very chilled out and very like like cool minded you know just like go with the flow sort of vibe so i'm complimenting you guys on your um chill attitude maybe not you emily no i'm joking i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so um we're obviously going to talk all things water parks today and also touching a little bit on um water rides and parks that's gonna be a very small part of this episode um, but before we get stuck into a discussion let's start our very infamous non quick fire quick fire so um the first question i'm going to put out to the group is i want to know what your favorite water park in orlando is so um let's start with lewis uh probably very biased um but blizzard beach mm. since i worked there yeah. yeah any any main reasons obviously obviously you did work there, um that's like me you know like part, but... i never really had a favorite until i worked there but it's just purely as i say very biased it's uh because i worked there it's my favorite Fair. no other reason to be honest <laughs> amazing amazing i mean it cools you down a little bit mentally while you're in orlando mm. so you know that's that's always exactly. a um but let's move on to emily dunn um typhoon lagoon because i spent many a hungover tuesday morning <laughs> there i remember spending um, several hungover tuesday mornings with you there i was never hungover yeah. because you know i wasn't um i was more of a i'm gonna go to the magic kingdom on a monday night kind of guy <laughs> no it was i i've just yeah i loved it like I, I mean i think we spent so many tuesdays in the lady river so like i said i went to typhoon lagoon i literally sat in that river and it's then went to work <laughs> i think the second you walk in it's just like okay deep breath i'm here now yeah i love it there i do love it so yeah i think that's mine amazing cameron um i am going to go volcano bay nice why is that i just think obviously it's the newest and it's got all the kind of newest tech and i just think that when i'm there i just have such a good time i love the disney water parks obviously as well but um, just there's something about the atmosphere at Volcano Bay and the the rides being so so new and, and different that um, really really gets to me and I really like it. Yeah, I think um, when it comes to my favourite, I think I'd have to agree with you, Cameron, that Volcano Bay is um, my favourite. I do. It is a It is a close call. Sorry, Lewis, but it's a close call between Typhoon and Volcano Bay for me. <laughs> Lewis is like fine. <laughs> Um, for me to leave already yeah <laughs> um but no i do think it's a close call between typhoon and um volcano bay for me but i do think same as you cameron like 
Volcano Bay just has such like a modern vibe to it. The one downside for me is seeing the volcano in the Eiffel. I'm like, why couldn't they have hidden that a little bit better? I'm like, come on, such on a roadside. But um, that's just the Disney in me. So, but yeah, so let's move on to our favorite slide or ride in Orlando. Um, and I'm talking water ride, water, water park theme. So let's go to Cameron first. Um, my favourite water slide is the the Krakatau water coaster in Volcano Bay. I think the first time I went on that, um, my mind was like blown. I just couldn't couldn't believe what I was what I was sitting on. It was amazing. Um, obviously there's the water coaster at uh, Typhoon Lagoon as well, which is which is fun. But I feel like the one at Volcano Bay is just like the the twenty eighteen version of it. It's just much much more advanced and. Um, unlike anything else I've ever done in my life. What is that one called? The um, the one Crush and Gusher. Crush and Gusher, yeah. I, yeah, I think that is obviously very similar in the fact that it's got the jets that push you upwards and stuff, but like on a different, on a different like level of um, like technology, I think. I think mm-hmm. the Tower Coaster is insane. I will say one thing I hate about being in water parks um especially while i was continuously putting on weight in orlando it was the weight um on everyone. oh yeah i get that's the thing like lewis and emily i don't know if that was ever anything you guys had to deal with as lifeguards um like with, um, when it comes to weight yeah yeah but i probably less i worked i worked in a um resort, a resort. so yeah we had slides but I don't think we really we really did it as well as the uh, the theme like the the water park guys would. I know my friend was she was at Typhoon Lagoon and, and she was constantly like policing. Well, I had a few friends there; they were policing things like that. But it was a bit more like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but we yeah, it, it depended. But, but yeah, did you I don't know. Come, did you ever come in uh, like under any awkward circumstances, Lewis, where you felt like? Like obviously the the reason those weights are there are for health and safety reasons, but um, was there ever any awkward situations that you were to deal with? Yeah, actually, um, there was a, an instance where uh, we had a very unhappy guest because we told them that they were too heavy to be down the slide. Um, now that's never never a pleasant thing to say to anyone, obviously, but. It's it's health and safety. It's there's nothing there's nothing that it's n- nothing to do with their weight. We would let them down if it allowed them, but unfortunately, that's the way the regulations and the slide and stuff work. And are there um are like obviously when it comes to um fitting inside ride vehicles and stuff at the front of rides, you have um almost always you have like a test car. Are there test weights outside any of the rides, or is that not a thing? Not, not, not really. Um, you do get obviously slides are a certain width, um, and there is, there is, there obviously are. They obviously are very wide. They are wide enough to fit a good, a good sized person. Like, but there was a couple of instances where it's you think, cool. no, you, you, we can't, we can't leave. Like, I, th- I think, um, I think this, this might be something that we touch on a little bit later. But I think that, um. Universal has a real problem with uh, larger sized guests and getting onto attractions both at Volcano Bay and in the the parks, and it's really something that they need to they need to improve on because it's it's just not fair. Um, 
yeah, I'm sure that's something that we'll talk about a bit later. But um, yeah, it's 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 a difficult one, and I don't like the the, <laughs> the fact that you have to stand on a scale before going on all the the water rides at um, Volcano Bay. Yeah, really, you have to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. They have like a it's like a plate on the ground, and basically. So say myself and Bradley were going on one of the the, the big round um, dinghy uh, slides, they would say, you two are a party of two, you need to go and stand on this, basically a square in the ground that essentially is a scale. And if you're too light, they'll put like a party behind you, with you. Or if you're too heavy, then, I mean, you're, you're kind of screwed. <laughs> I Yeah, like you said, I think that's something we'll touch on a bit later because it's quite, uh, especially while I was on my programme, I'll be honest, like I was piling on the pounds due to ale house every night so it was like uh and that crazy went on oh yeah <laughs> um, so it is it's a it is a massive um but yeah let's talk about it later let's get back onto the fun stuff slides rides what was your favorite attraction in the water park emily um, well, I will answer that, but I was just going to just very quickly say the only reason I think we didn't police it as much just so that we're clear about that resorts is that you there's not as many lifeguards for us. Like there's literally like at the big uh, water parks, there's so many more lifeguards. And for us, there's only probably like we had two two sides and there'd probably be no more than maybe 12 of us, which is not that many for these big pools. So that's probably we don't have we don't have someone at the top of the slides. We can't. You have to just sort of depend on people following the rules but I had seen people have to talk to people when they've gone down the slide and that's worse because they've already done it and it, you feel even worse about it but anyway yeah but that's it's just totally different at, at the, the um, resorts um, but um, I was because my favorite was going to be um, the the crush and gusher which is the one you basically <laughs> just gone it's rubbish compared to the one <laughs> But I, I haven't been to Volcano Bay. Today, that's the thing. So yeah, well, I've never been to Volcano Bay, and um, I loved that one. Um, and there's a ride just like it, Alton Towers, um, which I basically grew up around. So um, like, I think I love it because it's sort of a bit. It just reminds me of being Alton Towers. But um, but I do, yeah. I think I just, yeah, I do, I do like, yeah, I love it. It just, it is it does remind me a bit of my childhood. But. I do love that one. I just think it's so much fun. Like it's just such a laugh. So, yeah, that that's that's mine. It's a good choice. It's a good choice. And Lewis, um, I'm gonna have to um, agree with Cam here. Um, the aqua, yeah, Krakatoa aqua coasters, just the way it's kind of set up is, and just it's almost simulating a real a real coaster. It's just it just the way they kind of combine the two really works well. Yeah. Uh, the canoes are really well themed. I think the whole thing's really themed quite well. Um, but yeah, I quite enjoy that one. Of course. And I think, like, obviously, I love the Krakatoa coaster. I also love Crush and Gush, Emily. I'm not slating there, I promise. Um, but I do think that, like, the, the number one thing I'd have to do every time I go to Volcano Bay was the, like, Fast Lazy River. Um, I think yeah. it's such a good attraction. Um, it's something you never, obviously, have to wait for. Um, and it's just such a good time. And if you could time it just right for when that massive, like, flood of water comes through and you just get like plummeted across the lazy river it's just such a i mean i love a lazy river but just the fact that you get to go fast around it is just so cool just hang out on your life um with your life jacket on such a such a good time um but yeah let's jump over to theme parks for a hot second and talk about our favorite water rides in a um theme park 
I think it would be a sin if I didn't say um, that my favorite water ride was Ripsaw Falls in Universal. Um, I think it's a classic. Oh, I'm getting some disapproval on the call. It's not Um, that. It's just more the memory of when we did that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would. I'm a massive water ride fan when it comes to um, theme parks. So I do like. I love Tidal Wave at Thorpe Park. Love Logs Leap as well. Um, But yeah, I think when it comes to Orlando, it has to be Ripsaw Falls. But um, let's head to uh, Emily first. Um, I think it's got to be Splash Mountain. It's my absolute favourite. I love it. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just one of those. You just don't get wet enough, though. That's my problem with it. That's the best thing about it, okay? I don't (laughs) feel uncomfortable for the rest of the day. (laughs) Um, I actually do have a story about you, Bradley, on Ripsaw Falls and the the barges one, but we'll save that till later. Okay. But but I love that. I love love, um, Splash Mountain. I just think, I just love the, yeah, the whole thing. I think you get good value for money on it as well because it's like five drops. So, you know, it's great. I do love it still, don't get me wrong, but rips off all where my heart is. Um, Lewis? Um, mine has to be a toss-up, either between, again, Splash Mountain, just just the, the length of the ride. Just You're, you're not waiting in, in line for a couple of minutes, a couple-minute long ride. You're in there and you're in for 13 minutes. And yeah. The, the stories behind it and all the kind of theories and just stuff like that, I really, I really, I really enjoy that kind of stuff. Um, or it need to be Popeye and Pluto's um, The Barges at Islands of Adventure um, just you come off of that every single time absolutely soaking and it's brilliant um, not like the way that uh, what do you call it oh, what's the name of it again Animal Kingdom what's it called oh Cali Cali see the old Cali River Rapids before they kind of changed it and took things off it and that was good but they kind of ruined it brought it yeah they kind of ruined it soaked and everybody else comes off bone yeah. dry don't they and they took, they took all the the waterproofing uh storage out as well so everything gets soaked no matter what or you'll pay for a mm-hmm. locker so um <laughs> and they've taken a bit a couple of bits and pieces off so you don't get as wet um so for that reason the barges take it from me between that and splash mountain i would say um, it has got good storytelling as well like it is a it is a really mm-hmm. fun ride anyway um i will say i'm just gonna backtrack to mine for a second and rips or falls much i love it the leg room is painful like i get anxiety about getting my legs into that ride like mm-hmm. it is harsh i get so um, stressed about the i'm like how am i supposed to they're like lunge i'm like what does that mean right now i don't know what i'm doing uh, but cameron what do you think I used to get a bit of stick um, on our CRP program by saying that Splash Mountain was my second favourite Disney ride full stop tied with Power of Terror. So, yeah, Splash Mountain is definitely my favourite uh, water ride without a shadow of a doubt. Although I do say that, but then I also really like Jurassic Park, but I think that's because I love the the films, but I, I can very much appreciate the fact that Jurassic Park has basically fallen to bits. Um, and desperately needs a, a refurb, but um, yeah, Splash Mountain all the way. I do think um, that the Jurassic Park drop, though, is legendary. Like, it feels like you're going to die when you're going down that drop. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. So that's our quick fire, <laughs> not quick fire, out of the way. Um, 
So let's jump into um, a little bit of a discussion. So the first thing I want to talk, first thing I want to talk about, um, obviously, um, you haven't been to Volcano Bay before, but you know, um, you know about it, you know what it stands for and the fact that it's this like water theme park. Um, let's talk a bit about um, the, Disney water, the Disney water parks in comparison to Volcano Bay and whether they are falling behind slightly, slightly in their technology and the attractions that they are giving along with the upgrades that they're providing too. Um, so I'll start um, the conversation by saying that I think that, um, I don't know if I necessarily agree that they're falling behind. I think what the Disney water parks stand for are something very different to what Volcano Bay stands for. Um, in the sense that Disney is like about the magic still. Um, it's about tradition classical um water park not in the sense we talk about with aquatica where it's like the classic old-fashioned never been changed because it does still feel up to date in my opinion both uh, disney water parks um but i do think that there are certain things that might be fall falling behind and for me that is i do think fast pass systems are um an issue i think summit plummet queue line can get absolutely ridiculous um and can be a massive turn off for the park itself because that is the main attraction over at blizzard beach um and i do think that like typhoon lagoon's main attraction is the wave pool like as much as crush and Gush crush and gusher is great should we really be looking at the wave pool as our main attraction or should we be looking at like a really upper class attraction like Krakatoa, uh, Krakatoa coaster so um I'm gonna start this conversation off by the slide master himself and let's go to Lewis to see what you think um I, I don't think they're falling behind as such I, I do agree with you there um I believe that they do need an upgrade in, in technology um when when I was there in 2017 um we'd done a we tried to do a different type of fast pass system where everybody get paper bands. You could come up to a desk next to the gondola and we could give you paper bands to give you a time to come back. So for instance, it would say one, I think it was 105 to 115 or something. I think you get a 10 minute window to come back to your slide. Um, and there'd be somebody at the top of the slide waiting and signing your, your band off. So in that, in that sense, they were trying to, I think it was like a last minute plan on, because that was the same year that uh, Volcano Bay had opened. Yeah. Um, and everybody had heard about um, Tapu Tapu. So I think that was Disney's kind of reaction to, oh dear, we need to find yeah. a way of doing something similar. So they never made it electronic. Obviously it was paper bands and a Sharpie. Um, mm -hmm. But it did kind of, it did work. Don't get me wrong, it did work. Um it cut the it cut the queue lines down at the top of the top of the mountain very very well. Um, people were able to go and sunbathe and go in the lazy river and stuff like that. So I think they were trying, but I don't think they've done it since. I think it was just that one year. Um, but they do need an upgrade up upgrading. Um, obviously the the water parks close in the winter time to to get a, a kind of fresh like new sand, new water, and all that stuff and a clean. But I do think they, they need to kind of pull their finger out as such to give it a good paint um, and a good um, upgrade technological-wise. Other think, than that, I would I would say no, the slides I, are fine. I think when we look at um, these breaks that like UK theme parks have, so let's take like Thought Park or Orton Towers, for example, um, we see these breaks happen for like, what is it, November to 
March, April time. Yeah, about that, yeah. Which is a similar amount of time that the Orlando water parks can close for at times. Um, when we see these theme parks close, there are massive changes to them. And I'm just going to be honest, the money that Merlin is making is nothing in comparison to the money that Disney is making on their park admissions. So do we not think that as much as they are closing to create these, um, not to create, to improve these little changes like a lick of paint, new sand, etc., are adequate. I'm going to hand this over to Emily here to see what you think about that because I, I, like, I'm not denying that we need this time to sort of sit back and say, okay, like, it, we need these, we need these little improvements to keep things alive. But at the end of the day, when we look at what a theme park in the UK is doing in that four or five months, the 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 water parks aren't doing much at all, in my opinion. Yes, agreed, but. Um, I think that the if you look at Disney or you look at Universal, not the water parks, but the theme parks or, or even the resorts, um, they're constantly changing, right? They're always building new stuff from the point in which I went when I was like 13, 14 to when I went again when I was uh, 20, when I went for my the, the first programme. Um, I literally didn't even recognise some of Magic Kingdom. It changed so much. And I think sometimes it, what Disney like to do as well as changing, I think they like the whole being familiar and like the familiarity of it all. And I think that with, a, with the water parks, they haven't changed a lot in quite a long time. But I think that might be a good thing because it's, it's familiar to people. People know what they're going to get. People enjoy it. And I think there's a lot of people that like Disney that don't like everything changing. Like for me, when they got rid of Toontown, I was distraught. <laughs> like I was really upset. And yeah, it's great what they've got now. I love it, but that's what I like. So there's going to be people, I think there's, there's always going to be things that have got to stay the same. And I think that they do have it right. And they are still getting people coming to, to them. And both Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon are like polar opposites and they offer totally different things and I wonder sometimes if they maybe they think I don't know but maybe by changing it up a bit it might just sort of ruin the status quo a bit I don't know but I think there's always some you know that you kind of want that familiarity and, and I was pleased personally when I went back and found that Typhoon Lagoon was pretty much unchanged um, and I don't I think that Disney are the type of company that kind of make their mark with these um you know with their movies and with these other big rides like avatar you know that was huge and you know i get yes i know that they made the whole harry potter world but that was a long time ago at universal now and i think that um universal seem to have done more with their water park than they have with their theme park for quite a while in yeah. you know in the grand scheme of things so i think there's just always a bit of a balance and you can't change everything all the time otherwise if it was yeah there's a group of people that want to keep going back to something different there's a group of people that want to go back to the same thing so i guess yeah it's kind of familiar the water parks Fair. um i mean you raised a good point there emily about um ips in the park and like things like avatar that do gain popularity um, to me, obviously, Cameron, I want to ask you the same question about whether you think that Disney parks are falling behind, but also, do you think IPs could be a way into the water parks in the future that we haven't seen yet in the parks? Um, just to quickly follow on from what Emily was saying, I, com I completely agree with the, the, the familiarity side of things, and I think that's something that Disney's always been really good at. Like You just look at the fact that Peter Pan's flight has never changed since the day the park opened. But my issue with Disney water parks and my issue with Disney as a company full stop is that they let things like three water slides in Blizzard Beach sit 
empty with no water running through it for over a year for no for no reason they just they just sat there with no water going through it and that's the sort of thing that needs to be fixed at an annual refurb and have have working again by the time the park reopens that's that and lewis might be able to, to give me exact timelines on that but that sort of thing when Disney are making the kind of money that they make, not just through their parks, but as a company as a whole is, is, is ridiculous. But I do agree with the, the familiarity side of things. And I don't think they need to have wholesale changes at either of the parks. I think, you know, the odd attraction added here or there, they added the, the Misadventure Falls one to Typhoon Lagoon. And I, I quite like that. Um, that had animatronics in it which is cool. Um, so they do need to add stuff, but not as if it doesn't take away, then even better. Um, in terms of the mod, the modernization question, um, they, we kind of touched on this earlier and I, I wanted to come back to it was the, the weight thing and, and the size of people. I think that Universal has a serious problem where new rides that they open, like Gringotts, Hagrid's, the Forbidden Journey ride, all of these rides have weight restrictions and size restrictions that certain people can't get onto them. And that's just not inclusive at all. And it's the same at the parks. And that's a big problem with modernization as you can have the coolest thing going, but if 20% of the people who go to the park can't ride it, then that's bad. And there's, there's, there's one ride in Volcano Bay in particular, the, the one that used to be the mass slide. Um, that had a weight restriction of something like 180 pounds, which is like the an, a normal adult male weight. Completely, in fact, probably even on on the slim side, if you're um, looking at a Western adult male. Um, so if I if I, yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. If, if I if I can't go on a ride because the weight limit's 180 pounds, then there's probably 50 percent of men can't go on that ride, if not more. Um, so I think there is a, I think there is good sides to the, the modern upgrades um, and there's also some, some drawbacks as well. Um, with your question about IP, um, it's a difficult one because you need to obviously have a, quite a um, specific IP to fit into the, the park. Like Avatar, for example, at, at Animal Kingdom is, is amazing, um, but you couldn't put an Avatar water ride in because it just wouldn't make sense. Um, but you know, like, like a Pirates of the Caribbean water ride would work. So yeah, I, th I think it has its place, but I, I think that the traditional side of the Disney parks is what makes them unique and, and special. And I don't think you need to mess with that. I mean, like I say, Pirates of the Caribbean could probably fit into like Typhoon Lagoon at a stretch, um, Blizzard Beach. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's any IP that fits into, a, um, a beach that's been turned into well, that is based around um, a, a hot beach that's had a, a freak snowstorm. So mm -hmm. there's no movie that follows that. Or there's, uh, there's no idea to follow that. <laughs> I could say so. Frozen. Could say Frozen, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frozen, they did, they Frozen did do that, didn't they, for a bit. Well. Yeah, we had, to be fair, we had uh, Anna Elsa Kristoff and Sven up in the, up in the, 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 the lodge. They came yeah. out every day, so. Apart from that, it was the frozen summer uh, games we had and Olaf is walking about and stuff like that. But I don't think there'd be, if you want to keep to the theme of the theme parks, then I don't think you could add any uh, IPs in because of that. 
I think yeah. I think the parks are so full of IPs these days as well. Where which I'm all for. I am all for movement and like I enjoy the IPs, especially like Epcot. We're seeing a lot of that come in recently, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's exciting. But I think the water parks have an appeal because they're different in themselves anyway. They're not another theme park. It is an escape from that. It is a chilled out zone. Um, like the reason people go on Disney cruises because you do get that escape from um, the like complete Disney theme park, but you've still got a touch of Disney. I feel like that's what the thing, uh, what the water parks do really well personally. Um, but I mean, I do want to, I do want to move into um, the weight talk actually. And the, um, and the, like and that side of things it's i don't spend too long on it because it's quite a um dampened topic but i mean just to, touch, just to touch on my um experience in water parks like i wore a swim shirt throughout my entire program because i was overweight and i didn't want people to see my body i've always been body conscious even when i haven't been overweight um and that's just the way I am. Um, there's nothing on Disney water parks websites to say um, about, to state whether you can wear um, those swims, those swim shirts on a ride, whether you tuck it into your, bo- uh, in, into your swim shorts or not. Um, nothing to say whether you can wear them while you're in a, on a, on, in the um, wave pools. Um, and same goes for Universal as well. I just feel like, unless I was going down like a drop down slide at Universal, I felt like it wouldn't be a problem, which is why I didn't feel as anxious going to those parks. But I mean, the whole, the whole getting on a scale is so (laughs) traumatizing for anybody who has any sort of body issue. Um, Whether that's denial, and don't get me wrong, I did not care what um, I was putting in my mouth while I was in the, in, in the PG sense, um, in my mouth <laughs> on, the, on my program, um, like I was, I was all for like eating a zinger mountain melt every night. I did not care, but when it comes to water park, I still wanted to enjoy the water parks. I didn't want to think too much about the fact that I had to step on scale, but the fact is, I did. So I just want to know what you guys. I want to open the floor to see what you guys think about that. Obviously, health and safety is a key, but should we be creating these immense water rides with? Um, when weight is such a massive issue across the states also like it's even like in the uk like i feel like we're not that health conscious as a nation um so i just want to hear what you guys think i'm gonna open the floor if whoever wants to start you know i i totally agree with you on the the weight the stepping on a a big metal plate in front of everyone and your weight pops up is, is obviously very very such a sensitive sub subject and can be embarrassing for people if, if they're if they're not happy and stuff like that. I get that. Um but flipping it round the other way it is a good way to 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 tell someone. Like it's not comfortable for me sitting at the top of a slide and going, sorry, you can't come on, you're too fat just by looking at them. Yeah, like, that's, that's a good me, point. That's that's me totally judging. Like just going, Nope, sorry, you're too big. Like that's whereas the weight the weight plates are good because they're standing on the scale and you're turning around and going, right, that's what it says. Unfortunately it's out of my control, I can't do anything. If you're at Disney and you, you just turn around and say, Sorry, you're too heavy, you're totally judging somebody on the way they look. Especially with like what what they don't think about is I've had a few guys coming in 
six foot three, six foot four, big guys, and built like huge, massive. Now these guys are obviously going to weigh just as much as people that are going to, because muscle's very dense, so like it makes them a lot heavier. Yeah, I know a, one of my, one of my really good pals. He's six foot and he's he's one hundred and ten kilos, but he's ripped. Like yeah, because. So why are they not combating that side as well? It's like it's not really a weight thing; it's a fat thing essentially. If you know what I mean? It's- yeah, and I think I think because obviously the taboo is with fat over muscle. Um, I think that is I'm guessing that's the answer to that question. Um, don't get me wrong; I don't put it down as like. Uh, I think it's it's such a it's such a there's never a right answer, you know, to this topic. Um, but I mean, I'll pass it around to Cameron and Emily as well. And don't forget to talk about this, like this swim shirt thing as well, I think is so important because at the end of the day, yeah, you wear it for UV. I, I, I'll be honest, like I didn't say this at the time, I wore it and people know that I was wearing it to cover my fat because I didn't want to show my body off at the end of the day. I was embarrassed. Um, but yeah, what's your thoughts on that, guys? Just just to jump in before Emily and Cam yeah, yeah. jump in. Um... The swim shirts you are allowed to wear on slide. It's it's totally allowed. So um, some people, I know it doesn't say on the websites, but as you, you can wear it, there are certain things you're not allowed to wear, like jeans and stuff like that. And yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> you imagine. A dad came up one day with a full pair of jeans, a set of slides, and like a shirt on, and I was like, "You can't go down on that." And he was like, "I don't have swimming stuff," and I was like, "You can't go down a slide." <laughs> Are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Full length jeans. Are you not sweating? Tuxedo. <laughs> was that Summit Plummet out of curiosity? No, it was the one below Slush Crusher. I still wouldn't be doing that in jeans. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cameron? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, th- I think I think these places, these parks should be as inclusive as possible. Um, I think that's why Disney have made a lot of moves to change rides like um splash mountain and jungle cruise which when we look at them through 2021 lenses aren't inclusive and and don't um you know fit with with the modern um inclusivity and and diversity um the way the world is now Uh, so i think that should cover cover everyone i think it's i I understand the health and safety side of things totally 100 percent and if you want to have some pretty extreme slides, then, you know, there may be restrictions. But I just think that th- surely there's there's a way for these manufacturers to build these slides and have enough um, support for the, the slide that means that they don't have to put a weight limit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or if you take it another way and say that the group slides um, yeah, uh, there's going to have to be a weight limit on that because you, you can't have, um, you know, five or six large people going down something if it's going to potentially break um, the slide and endanger their lives. But, you know, the, the single person slides where it's just a body slide and you have to step on a scale is, 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 is definitely something that shouldn't be there, in my opinion. But then do we, then we hit the health and safety hazard, right? Like, I mean, it's, you go down that, that slide too fast as a too heavy person, 
is that then causing a health and safety hazard for the person, the person that goes on after them, because it could for, cause an effect to the riders as a whole. I get inclusivity, but then do we then miss out on all of these cool attractions because of inclusivity? Mm. I guess it's all about a balance, isn't it? I think the, the thing with weight and going down a slide too fast is, um, well, just, just make the runoff at the end longer. Like... <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if they're going to Disney and Universal, <laughs> get if you're going to, if if you're going, well, well, that's that's what Universal had to do with that slide that, that I was talking about earlier that had the really small or the really um light weight restriction was they made the the ending part twice the length, which meant that people who were slightly heavier could go on it because they could travel further at the bottom without touching the the end of the the slide, which would cause a danger. So, I mean, if it means that rides have to end up you know like one of these ones where it dumps you and then you go into like a, a shallow pool rather than running off at the end like like summit plummet does or um like for that if you if it means you have to dig a pool at the end for somebody to come flying off and then into the water then then do that definitely um and um, what do you think oh i don't know it's a difficult one um because I don't know. I'm the obviously I'm the only girl in this conversation. Yeah. Um, in case people didn't realise. <laughs> um, and um, I think historically, I mean, obviously it's the same for all genders, but historically, it, there's always been a, a thing about you know weight and the scales and you know women being a certain look and weight and you know all that stuff it's all very quite triggering for, for a woman I think to jump on a scale in front of lots of people <laughs> like it's just not I don't know many people that use scales because as in my my girl friends because it's just not not good at all to do something like that so to do it in front of all those people I completely appreciate the health and safety thing but that personally for me would put me off I wouldn't do it I actually wouldn't I would actually not bother to do the ride then stand on that for everybody to see just from a pride perspective I think like getting on that and mm -hmm. um you know I think it's just it's a very triggering thing for some for, for all genders but I can only speak for myself and for women because I am a woman and I think it's really quite triggering triggering to, to do something like that so I, I personally wouldn't do it um, but you I think at the same time... really interesting, Emily, um, before we start this podcast, actually, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you said that, like, what I think Lewis said about it being in Disney, like, that you do stand the scale in a Disney, like, water park as well, and you you seemed quite shocked by that. Like, did you, was it something that you weren't aware of, that it happens in the on the Disney slides as well? No, because I don't think I, I don't think I ever really did, I mean, I know that we had to do it at, um, was it the Crush and Gusher it's on there? But yeah, I think it is. But I feel like it was just, they didn't even really look at it. Like it was almost like, <laughs> really, like it wasn't, I didn't feel like it was the same. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, the, to be honest, at the time, I didn't even notice it. I totally forgot all about it, to be honest. And you just sort of, I, I think a few times, I, I don't think I even used it. I don't know. I can't remember depending on how quick you had to get through. But I do remember that, like, not being happy about it either. But they, they barely made a fuss about it. I think I barely stood on it. And then they were like, off you go. But I don't know. I think it, it, I mean, I was also a bit younger then and I don't know how I'd feel about it now, a bit older, how I would feel about doing that um, as a person. <laughs> but at the same time, the, the, there is a balance, like like the, the guy said, there's a balance. And I think that you can't, I think to, in order to get, you know, time's moving quite quickly and in order to sort of keep up with the trends, there are new, new sort of rides that are around that won't take the, 
the sort of certain weight unless we find a brand new super duper you know material that can that, you know that can support that sort of thing you know there's a trip to mars maybe maybe steel <laughs> yeah no i don't know but that's the only way isn't it like we we won't you know we that's the, i think things like that are the only way that we'll kind of move forward really so i think there's there is a balance but i think i think that's the difficult thing standing on a Standing, standing on the scale in front of everyone. You, you'd hope there was a better way, but I can't think of one, to be honest, off the top of my head. I mean, I will say that, like, if I had to stand on a scale to go on a roller coaster, I'd probably be like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Like, it is, it's, um, it would be a massive deal. And I guess that is one of the hard truths that people have to face when they sit in those testers and they don't fit in them. It's horrible. It's such a... I've been with friends before where they haven't fit in the rides and it has destroyed them. Like, it's been so horrible. So it's such a weird... It's also a peer pressure thing, isn't it? Because like when you get to the ride and you're with your friends and they're all wanting to go on it, then you kind of feel like you have you have to do it too. Yeah. So I guess there's that sense as well. But I think I don't know. Like I I remember I, now you mentioned I do remember doing it, but I I it kind of like on the pressure gusher, but it was kind of like it felt so. I think I was on it for less than like two seconds, and we're like, yeah, off you go, and and go straight away. But I mean. I don't know that cushion cushion is a bit of an older ride as well so I guess it I don't know it didn't matter quite as much but some of these other ones it, they've got to be really careful with the weight restriction because they're totally different and they're you know it really depends on it so I don't know but I mean when I was with my friends I certainly felt like the pressure like well I can't say no do you know what I mean like because I'm with them but now I'm a bit older I probably would say you know what, guys I'm not comfortable doing that I don't want to do it like I don't I don't know it depends on I suppose from the moment but Definitely. it's a difficult one isn't it it's a difficult one it is and I like I was like let's not talk too long about this since I think we've spoken most, most about but you know what I think it is an important conversation I think it's a conversation that needs to be had and people need to listen to as well because it is something I've struggled with I I've, I've I remember before I worked at Disney spending hours reading forums about whether I could wear a swim shirt how heavy I had to be for certain rides um or I could be for certain rides just in case and I mean I wasn't, I was nowhere near the threshold, but it's as someone who is so body conscious and so like not in a great state of mind about their weight, it is, it can be grueling. Like it can end up ruining an entire day or an, an entire holiday in itself thinking about it too much. So it's a conversation that needs to be had and it's a conversation that um, should be open. Um, I think as well, I think Lewis made an important point that it's, it's not just, you know, what you would typically call a fat person that we're talking about we're talking about people who are larger for for various reasons people who are bodybuilders for example i've read about stories where and again going back to actually in the theme parks where guys who happen to be mus muscular couldn't fit on hagrid's and islands of adventure because their thighs were too large yeah. and you, you think these people are actually the picture of health they are incredibly fit and healthy and they can't fit on a on a ride in a in a theme park so yeah it's not just it's not just people who have have bad diets or or, or whatever that we're talking about it's you know people who are all shapes and sizes well, note to self don't get too healthy before you go to a university yeah sorry lewis go sorry um one thing that does stick out um with, I don't know if you've been on Slush Gusher, the second one down from Summit Plummet, it's got like the double, the yeah. double bump. Mm -hmm. That second bump, if you're big enough, um, you will get air. Um, I have came off the slide a few times. Um, yeah, and 
there's people bigger than me and I can, st- I can stand sit at the top of it and watch them and know fine well they're going to go they'll land mm-hmm. like they'll land near the flat so they'll be coming they'll come off and land kind of near the flat and there's been a few sore ones but also like the family rides as well that we are told we're in our training that now this has got nothing to do with being too heavy or too light this is nothing this is it's still a bit of weight distribution essentially but with regards to like you see you see families and the mum and dad will sit next to each other and then the kids will sit next to each other and then you're like that's going to tip it's mm-hmm. got nothing with, to do with them being too heavy it's to do with them being adults and kids so you, but people get offended when you ask them to swap over because they think it's about their weight but then they, they, they don't realize that their child's four stone and yeah. they're 12 to whatever like and you're like sir can you sit on the other side like just to distribute the weight a bit and he looks at you as if like you call me fat like no i'm not <laughs> but you need to like even the weight out like but yeah yeah, I'm, I'm rambling a wee bit. But... No, but it's it's such a taboo subject. It really is. And I think, it, like I said, it needs to be spoken about. And um, the conversation will never stop um, being spoken about because as more attractions come out and technology improves, these are just, these requirements. And as health and safety continues to progress, like they're just going to keep coming. But it's so um, worth keeping in mind that this is a conversation that is okay to have. Like you're allowed to be conscious. You're allowed to be um awkward about these things at the end of the day we're human beings and we are scared of stepping on the stepping on the scales let alone at a water plug in front of other people so um but let's not let's not dwell let's not dwell um we're in a lockdown eat those crisps drink mm-hmm. those drinks um so um now we've had a cheeky little discussion um let's jump into a little would you rather um so my first question is Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach? I'm going to start with Cameron. This is so difficult for me because I, I love them both for different reasons. Um, I am going to go for Blizzard Beach. Wow. Okay. Good answer. <laughs> do you want to know the Do you want to know the reason why or? Right. Is it just is it just Lewis? Is that the answer? <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's, it's not just. It's not just because I think next time I'd see Lewis, he would give me a kick where it hurts. Um, if I said Typhoon, but um, I, I think that the rides at Blizzard Beach on a whole are, are slightly more thrilling, and that's what I enjoy about about water parks. I don't really like the Typhoon Lagoon um, uh, wave pool. I, I, I just think it's unenjoyable at times. <laughs> I'm getting shaky. I'm getting. I'm getting head shaking. Um, oh. But yeah, I, I would go for. I would go for Blizzard Beach. The Typhoon Lagoon water um, wave pool is great, but it's you've got to be like totally switched on when those waves come because if not, you're going to get three three grown ass man three grown ass men <laughs> landing on your neck or a or a full tour group. Yeah, <laughs> some Braz- Brazilian flags. There's about, there's about 200 Brazilians coming at you. <laughs> so true. Um, Emily, um, Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon, because I love the wave pool. <laughs> you, you love 200 men coming at you. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> this is what I didn't tell him about on my program, which is why I was on the Typhoon Lagoon. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, but Lewis, I'm guessing I know your answer, but um, anyway. do you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. But looking looking at it, at a totally unbiased point of view, if I never worked there, so bef- taken from experiences of before I worked there, 
I do have to say Blizzard. Um, same. I knew Cameron was going to say that. It's the the right the actual rides at Blizzard are sixth man. They're 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 better than Typhoon in my opinion. But the wave pool at Typhoon is better than the wave pool at Blizzard in my opinion. So I've always been I've always had that thought in my mind of wave pool's better at Typhoon, but slides are better at Blizzard. But for me, you go to a water park for slides and it's Blizzard for the slides in my in, in, in my honest review. Uh, I do have to say though, I do think though, all jokes aside, if you're not a strong swimmer, that that point yeah. is so <laughs> no, yeah. scary, 100%. isn't it? Like that wave, I mean, coming at you if you're like uh, an eight-year-old unsupervised child, like that is like, starting yeah. splash in the dark. Like I remember all of oh, like yeah, that's great. everyone was right at <laughs> the end near like the like the the like where the waves cra- like come out, and I was like. I'm not a, I'm not a strong swimmer. That's athlete. not the bad bit. It's where they where they break. That's no, where, you don't... where they break. It pushes you back. I needed to be pushed back, and every time the wave <laughs> flew past me, I was like, I need to, I need some assistance. <laughs> like, well, I can't swim back here. Honestly, there's a video somewhere of my GoPro that I forgot to switch off of me just going. <sighs> I just can't breathe because I'm in such pain and panic, and I'm like, I can't be the person that evacuates this fall because. <laughs> because I drown at Starlet Splash um, but no I, I do uh, like don't get me wrong Blizzard Beach I love Summit Plum it's such a great ride I never went on my program which is one of my biggest regrets like I, I loved it as a kid so I don't know why I never went but um, Typhoon is where my heart is it's the most chill time it's right next to Springs which is such a perk um, and I just I just love the wave pool I think it's so brilliant I could spend all day in there so um, the location the location is miles better I hadn't thought about the location but anyways let's move over to um, the dark side Aquatica or Wet and Wild did everyone go to Wet and Wild at some point in their life here I went once very long time I think very so. long time ago before it got destroyed and Cameron you never went no I never went wow never went okay so this might be we always had it on the Orlando Flex Pass ticket but we just we just never went we just never went. I think my mom and dad went when they when they went themselves before they had myself, and my brother. But um, yeah, I, th- I think they didn't have very good experiences. So I'm um a bit biased on on this one. So you saying Aquatica? Yeah, I would say Aquatica. Mainly, uh, although I kind of bashed it a bit earlier, I do like some of the slides there and and stuff. So yeah, I, I, with no experience of wet and wild, I would have to say Aquatica. Cool, uh, Lewis. Uh, I'm gonna say the same. Just because I've been to Aquatica more recently than I did Wet and Wild, but from what I can remember, Wet and Wild it really wasn't anything special. Yeah, um, Emily, I probably similar, but I have like as in I don't really have many memories of either, to be honest. So and isn't Aquatica still around, but Wet and Wild is not. Yeah, Wet and Wild. Yeah. So on I mean, that basis, Aquatica. <laughs> I'm right in saying that Volcano Bay was almost the changeover from Wet and Wild. I know it wasn't a direct changeover, but they closed Wet and yeah. Wild into Volcano Bay. So. I don't know Volcano yeah. Bay at one point wanted to keep two of them open, but I just don't think Wet and Wild was doing very well at all, so they just decided to make it a yeah, Wet Wet and Wild was, um, was bought over, I think, by Universal at one point, and then they realised that having two hotels on that site would be better and, and build a more, a more themed... Um, a more themed water park. Myself and Abby had a conversation about Wet and Wild today, and she said that um, she remembers that 
when she was out there once, uh, someone was shot and killed in uh, Wet and Wild. So <laughs> that may have informed my decision for going for Aquatica as well. <laughs> I, just, my, I just think the fact that it was on a roadside, like I remember queuing up for a ride when I was younger at Wet and Wild and like there was just people like going to the like... I hop. Literally, I hop <laughs> like the Applebee's and like the bargain store and I'm there and just my box at well like my swim shorts and I'm like this is so inappropriate because it's, um, it's on a it's on a uh, set of crossroads as well so yeah. it's right on the corner and you're like I remember being in an Uber uh, on a on the 2017 program and I was just I mean we were all just looking up going that's right <laughs> just folks standing there like at the top of a set of stairs it's so bizarre it's so odd I definitely I'm glad it's gone I think it's very very strange um that it was where it was um but yeah definitely aquatic for me and summit plummet or the typhoon wave pool i mean i feel like i know what the answer is so let's uh roll around lewis it's <sighs> a hard one not gonna lie to you um done summit plummet a few times tested it a few times it's it's great it is great typhoon wave pool i do love it i just i, I love Curling up with a cannonball and bashing folk. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really, I really, I, the wave pool. I'm going to need to see the wave pool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Work, cool. If it was working them, I was working Summit Plum. It's so much better. Yeah. Just watching people's faces at the top. Oh my God. It's think, really funny. I think working on the wave pool at Typhoon would be my absolute worst <laughs> night. That's what my friend did. That's what I knew when she'd been on the shift. Like She'd been on the shift and she'd been working on the wave pool because she just looked like so, so like, she'd been through like a car crash. She looked so like exhausted <laughs> and like, and, like I don't know. It was, it was like traumatic. It was traumatic for her. If we ever talk about it, she's like, no. No, we're not talking about that. It's so traumatic working uh, there. What would you say, Em? Uh, despite my good friend's trauma, the wave pool. No, I do like it. It's great. It's just such a laugh. And yeah, I think it's fun. So, And I don't really like summer plummet that much. It's just a bit too, bit too, there like, scary. Yeah, no, not, not, not a fan. I love the, the adrenaline rush of summit plummet. I, 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 I only I only seem to do it like once a trip and um, I think on our CRP I think I did it once as well and I just couldn't stomach the idea of doing it again because you do get that like complete buzz of, of doing it that one time and then the thought of ever having to do it again is just mortifying and I also but I also don't like the Typhoon wave pool um i can't believe i didn't know this that you just don't like it i mean no look i i i'm actually a good swimmer and i can swim i used to swim like when i was really young and stuff so i've got no issue with the swimming i'm just i just hate the that like when the, when you see the wave coming and it's coming from behind you and you see like 15 bodies like <laughs> coming for <laughs> your neck they're not even in the water like, <laughs> yeah you've got to like, swim away um so i don't know i, I I'm going to go for Summit Plummet to be different. And also because of the, the adrenaline rush you get is, is pretty special. Fair. Um, I mean, I tell, I, I tell you what, sorry, on you go. No, go, Lewis. I tell you what gives you an adrenaline rush, right? See, t- slide testing it in the morning and you go up and you're the only one at the top of the slide, so you need to let yourself down the slide. <laughs> sliding, on, sliding under that metal bar and holding it like this, like hands up, hands up above you, obviously nobody can see me, right? But, and then just, just letting go. Like yeah, 
I, I, the first time I had to slide test it, I was I was up there holding on for a while, and I was like, I can't let go. <laughs> like this is me. Like, but then obviously your grip starts to go, and you're like, I do, I just need to go, and that was it. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because you, um, like one of the things that does make you go is that you know you've got a line of like an hour long worth of people standing behind you waiting to go as well. But yeah, if by yourself, I'd be like, well, to be fair, I, I said the story on Lewis's podcast, um, but like I got magic momented when I was younger and I got to open open Blizzard Beach and like got to be the first kid down some of the plummets. It was very, very cool. Um, that was my first trip. To, I think it was actually the second day. We'd done Magic Kingdom on the first day and then Blizzard Beach on the second day. It was very, very cool. Um, but yeah, it was, it was terrifying. And I think, I don't, I don't know how I did it. I do not know how I did it. <laughs> I've never done it since, and as much as I'd also like to be different, like Cameron, I would have to say Typhoon Wavefall is one of my favourite things to do. Um, I just like remember on my days off, like the, my favourite days off would be going to Typhoon, just sunbathing for a bit, jumping in that wavefall and just like dive bombing people all day, every day. Like it was so fun. Love it. Um, but let's jump on to um, our final Would You Rather which is Blue Toes Barges or Ripsaw Falls. I will start and say, as much as I love you, Blue Toes Barges, um, Ripsaw Falls is a very special place in my heart, so it has to be Ripsaw Falls. But let's go to Emily next. Um, so my favourite is um, Blue Toes Barges because I have a very fond memory on Blue Toes Barges. We've gone to... Bradley, this is about you. <laughs> we've, gone, we've gone to um, Universal. I think it was you me Sophie and Cameron I think you were there as well we, yeah I was there yeah yeah we um we went on Bluetooth barges and you said and we were all like getting our like um Mac song I was like I'm not this is going to be awful and you were like I don't know why you're doing that because I've never got <laughs> right and I was like you're mad because it's right ever for getting really wet and you were adamant no no it's fine and then you got off and honestly, it looked like you've just been through a shower fully clothed. Your your even like, <laughs> shoes were like water's coming out as you walk. It was so bad. I don't it, was, you it was just more, but you were just like adamant, like, no, I've never got wet on this. It's like, well, then you would be the only person in the whole world. It's never got wet. I have very fond memories of that day, Emily, of like getting you soaked on the, in the Jurassic Park. Um, Why did we do that? What was the point of that? Did someone dare us? I feel like Sophie dared us, and we were like, yeah, all right, let's do it. And I love that. Yeah. Was, was, that, was that the day that the, the, the locker got stuck shut? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot happened there. And the day we ended up yeah. in the Mardi Gras float. So it just oh, yeah, like we yeah. Did Oh my god! Yeah, because we all went off on the Hulk, and then um, Sophie was like, "Why are you all? We were on Simpsons or something like that." And while we were on it, Sophie was like, "I just got us tickets to the Mardi Gras parade." And I was like, "Brilliant!" That was such a good day. Yeah, no, but I do remember that. So I, I, I think that's a good one anyway. It's, I think it's the last ride I went on at um, when I was last there. Actually, it was mine and my um, flatmate who I still live now with now Kitty. Um, it was her. It was our last day there, and we went on that. As the last things so we thought we may as well because we're leaving so we're just kind of <laughs> completely soaked um but yeah no that that i think that's my that's that that's the top one for me brilliant um and cameron i'm gonna agree with um emily and go for the barges i think it's just uh loads of fun um rips off falls is good but i just think the barges you just have such a good laugh on it and i think that's that's what it's all about yeah, um, Lewis. 
exact same as Cameron and Emily. Um, but it was bad just simply because we're getting soaked. I just I think it's hilarious. Just yeah. you don't expect it. Well, you do. You do wish you'd be on it, but the first time you ever go on it, you don't expect it, and you come off absolutely drenched. You'd, you I, might I, as well I, be at the water park. I don't think <laughs> any other water ride you get more soaked on than on that ride. I think that is the number one, which I do I do love about it. But I just, like I said, something about Ripsaw Falls for me that just other than other than the zero leg room that I just do love about it. Um, the music, Bradley, you've been stuck queuing on Ripsaw Falls, and you're. I've never queued for it. I w- okay, that's one oh, thing I will say. I will never queue for Ripsaw Falls ever. Like if it's. <laughs> Unless it's less than, if it's a 20 minute way, I'll go on it because it's about a 20 minute walk to the front of the line. Um, but other than that, never will I, I won't queue for that ride. Not I, I, I have queued for it and I it was the biggest regret because it was just awful. You literally stand in just dark corners. It's what? It's just <laughs> awful. And it, the, the music, it, it's honestly the most grating thing ever. Um, I remember my dad just being like, I can't do this anymore. Like almost like rocking, like I can't. Actually, like in the heat of summer, Ripsaw Falls is like the longest queue in Islands of Adventure. But I will be interested to see how Velocicoaster maneuvers that a little bit. I'm sure it will end up freeing up um, some of the queue line, but that's for another podcast. Um, let's dive into our last discussion topic, um, which wraps things up for us. So um, obviously Orlando is theme park central um, and water parks have become um a huge part of the landmark that is going on an orlando vacation um it's a big question but i want to know what you guys think um orlando need to bring when it comes to the water park industry to stay current um and to keep water parks on the map so we will start with lewis you know one thing that obviously relating back to the question that's kind of kind of similar to earlier on um I don't think thinking about it as a whole, as a like the the water park kind of scene in the whole world. Is there other water parks that kind of compete with Volcano Bay, Blizzard Beach, and Typhoon? Not that I've been to personally. Probably seen a few. There's probably a few in Dubai that are mega. Um, but if you're kind of common touristy areas, I don't really think so. But one thing I would say is that I think. Disney need to update their magic bands again to become to three point to become more uh, to become fully waterproof. They are waterproof, but they can still get damaged. Uh, and then maybe introduce fast passes into Blizzard and Typhoon to integrate it with the app. I think that would be a great thing to do. Yeah. Um. Obviously, thinking about things going forward with with phones and stuff, maybe it's not a great thing to do, but then again, are Disney getting rid of magic bands, free magic bands with their resort stays because there's now too many in circulation, it's just a waste of money? Or is it because is it because of the phones? We'll never really know, but I think the only thing they really need to do is add add magic bands to become fully waterproof and put them on a, a MDE, to be honest. Fair. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think it is quite um i do think it's quite behind in the times that we don't have a fast pass system for the water rides and i think especially with magic bands um being such a popular thing regardless of them being free at resorts a lot of people do buy their own magic bands as well um, loads, yeah. 
So um, it's, I think, something that they are not falling behind on, but like need to catch up on a little bit. Um, is that a synonym? I'm not sure. Um, but <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I agree. How, I agree with this. How, how technological can a water park be? You know, it's it's water and slides. It's gravity. How, how, yeah, <laughs> yeah, water slides and gravity. Like that's all you need. Like you can yeah. build one in the back garden. Essentially, like how Literally. technological can they can they update? But if that, if there was one thing, that would be my my only thing. Yeah, um, Emily. I think I actually agree with, with Lewis. I think you you know that I don't think they do need to do anything. I mean, I do I agree with the magic band thing and and the um you know fast passes. But I think if they're going to incorporate fast passes, they need to change the way they do the fast passes for reasons I said earlier, just to make it a bit fairer. And you know, the, so the best ones aren't gone. You know, eight months in advance. Um, but I think the yeah, I think the um. Uh, the, I think the best thing about a water park is it is just it, it is pretty sort of most of them are quite basic aren't they it is just literally slide water and, and gravity and you know the odd wave pool or whatever and I, I think that the, the thing I don't think they need to do anything to sort of stay current as such because I think the current if you're thinking about current in you know 2021 it's all about how much more high tech can we get you know how much more can we wow someone and I think the best thing about a water park is you don't need that to have a really good time you just you just need those basic things. So I think that, I don't think they need to stay current. I just think they need to sort of stay pretty um, sort of basic, if that's the word you can use. Like they don't need to, they don't need all the sort of, you know, spangles and the the tech and they don't need any of that. I think that's, I think in order for people to keep going, they just need to keep doing what they're doing really. But it, it would be good to sort of do some sort of like fast pass or you know you go up and you, you get a time slot and you come back you know a little bit like the Jimmy Fallon thing I don't yeah. know if that's what they do at, at um, Volcano Bay but you know something like that would be great because then you do get a chance to do other things but um, I don't yeah I think the simpler the better with a water ride honestly I honestly think so because like you just said we all got so much joy out of the the, the uh, wave pool you know and that is so easy it's literally just a wave machine and people love it so I don't think you need to do much at all really definitely um Cameron I would like to see something um very similar to, to what the guys are saying about you know going back to basics and I would love to see another park that's similar to like river country um something that's really kind of built into the nature side of things I think um, a, a big thing of, of, of the modern time is that people love nature and being outdoors so if you can build a water park into the side of I know Orlando doesn't have any <laughs> real hills or mountains or anything but if you could manufacture a, a hill and, and, and make it um, similar to how river country was where everything kind of interacts with a central kind of lake or, or something like that I think that would be really cool um, obviously, River Country had its had its problems, and um, there's a reason why it closed. But if you could make something that was kind of like a nature reserve that had all of that integrated, that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, it's kind of like taking it back to basics. Mm. Um, you know, things like um, flying foxes over water and stuff like that that could be really fun. Um, that's what I would like to see next. Amazing. Um, I think like the, I agree with all of you on everything you said, actually, but I do think that just to jump back in with the IPs, like I think that 
Um, on one hand, sadly, and on the other hand, greatly, I think the IPs are the way forward for Disney. Um, I think that to continue to draw in new audiences, um, it is important to not overpower, but just to introduce these IPs where it's necessary. I think something like Moana could have a really nice place in Typhoon Lagoon as like a subtle um overlay somewhere um even if it was just one attraction um like i said earlier olaf in blizzard beach could also be like a good a good ip um and who knows what's coming out in the next few years and i don't think it has to be sudden changes because people keep going to the water parks because they love them um but as we look into like the 10 15 year future we have to keep bringing our kids there for more than just tradition in my opinion um and for like this is the water park we loved when we were younger now it's like okay why do we keep going back to this water park and not just a water park that is in germany or spain or portugal you know um so and there are great water parks out there like port ventura's water park is is great over in spain um there are some really really good ones out there so it's just exactly um you've got dubai as well we've got some amazing water parks so like there are they're definitely out there um so um i think it's always about catching the mouse but um for now i'm happy to keep going to the water parks as they are but it is a case of constantly evolving and um seeing where things go i think i think the difference is with, with what you're saying bradley is when you go to the like the tenerife in spain and stuff if there's a water park there you'll go but don't who who realistically probably is some a, a small very small percentage of sad people that do but who realistically goes to disney and universal for just the water park yeah, it's a it's an added bonus for when you're there, and it's like for instance, Florida never well, obviously recently and rarely it, you it gets gets a wee bit chilly, but Florida never gets cold, so we've got the climate for a water park. Yeah. Same can't be said for Paris or California; it gets cold there as well. Um, yeah. they don't they don't really have the facility for a water park as such, unless it's summer based. Um, which I guess you could argue for Orlando as well, but. You don't really go to Orlando for your water parks. That's like a oh we're having a rest day, mum will go rest the blizzard, or which is quite often why the tickets get involved in your your pass when you buy them anyway. Um, you don't always necessarily have to buy a water park ticket. Sometimes they're included in your pass. So I do think though, from the way I see it, because that's the way my parents see it, is like if they're going to go to Florida, it's like okay, this is a um we need a break let's go to a water park for half a day pop to springs and then go back to the villa for like some dinner you know and just chill out yeah. i think the way disney and universal should be seeing it is like no 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 this isn't a break day this isn't a bonus this is a full day people are coming which is why i think volcano bay has upped it a little bit because they because it does as as much as they're calling it a theme a water theme park we all know it's a water park really with some pretty cool rides at the end of the day but because you've got all these interactive modern technologies within the park i think that's what doesn't make it a half day park anymore it doesn't make it just a chill day park so i think going on from what you've said as much as yeah they're great for that bonus um i think that if anything if they need if disney needs any momentum or universal needs any momentum um, or any of the companies in orlando need any momentum to keep building on what the water parks are there for it's okay it's a bonus right now let's make it the main attraction 
I think I think going off of Universal's point of view, definitely, a hundred percent agree. Um, make it a full day park. Let's put all this in and make it full day. But for Disney, the size of the company and the the kind of it's it's good to keep people on property. Yeah. Even if they're not spending money on the ticket when they go into the park, they're spending money on lockers, food, drinks, this, that, and next thing, endless lists. It's, the water parks are paying for themselves in that in that sense. I think with Volcano Bay, as you say, it's a totally different story. It's let's get them in there and keep them in for a full day. Whereas if Disney never had the water parks, that's a that's a big well the capacity of Blizzard Beach is seven thousand eight hundred or something or eight thousand three hundred around about the eight thousand mark. That's eight thousand people that they're not getting on property to spend even ten dollars. Yeah. Like they pay for part they pay for their their lockers and their food and drink and Disney have made hundred grand, two hundred grand that day. Exactly. And and half a day. You don't even need to be there for the full day to spend twenty dollars. Um so in that sense, but I, I totally agree with you in Volcano Bay and, and the other and the other side of things, yeah. There we go. I mean water parked out guys i feel you know at the end of a day end of a water park day where you're like sunburn and like you might have had a couple of cocktails and you're like okay i'm ready to go home now that's how i feel it might be because i started this with a whiskey in my hand um, but, um i'm not like an old man whiskey drinker for any of my listeners but it was in the house and i fancied a drink and it's a wednesday that we recorded this so i was like it's what? midweek. Everyone deserves one. They've got through oh, half the week, so you know. I have one on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, thank you so much, guys, for coming and sharing your water park expertise um, and fandom with me. It's been so fun to talk about this, and it's made me really want to put on some boxes, whip off that swim shirt because love whatever body you're in, and enjoy a water park day ASAP, Rocky. Um, so I just want to say. <laughs> Cameron, <laughs> Emily, and Lewis, everyone. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yes, no worries. So this has been another episode of Confessions with Disney Cast Member. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all of the other episodes because they're just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone, and bye for now.